Hey, I'm Deb Zabo and welcome to The Content Catalyst. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you two main ways that you can get your business discovered. Uh, we want to build new clients. We want to build new customers. We want to build new members. So how do we do that? Look, it really comes down to two main ways. One is word of mouth, good old word of mouth. And the other is being highly visible. It's as simple as that. Word of mouth and being highly visible are the two main ways that you are going to attract uh, more business. And if we break down what that means, yeah, it's a, of course, it's a lot more complex than that. Uh, so let's start with word of mouth. Word of mouth is one of the most powerful ways that you can uh, get new business. And there, it also comes with a level of social proofing as well. So if you think about next time you're in a um, in a Facebook group and somebody says, hey, I need X, Y, Z. And then you jump in and go, I need a photographer. And you go, yep, I, you need to um, uh, tag this person. And that's a, that's a referral. That's a recommendation. That's word of mouth. And that person, by having a recommendation, will then come to you with a little bit more elevated um, social proofing and trust when somebody else has recommended you. Because we all know in business, people buy from people and people buy when there is that know, like, and trust factor. So when you make a recommendation, when you make a, um, a referral to somebody, then because you are referring somebody, then there comes a level of familiarity. There becomes a level of social proofing by that uh, recommendation. Now, if it was just in a Facebook group, for example, and you were just tagging such and such, yep, this photographer, I recommend them. Great. That's level one of credibility. And if there was five other people that also jumped in on that post and went, yep, I also recommend, yep, I also recommend, that would increase the social proofing and trust and like and a knowable factor. Okay, so then it would come down to if you were not in a Facebook group and you were in a conversation with your friends at a table and they said, I need a plumber. And they said, you must try this guy. He's amazing. I've used him for 20 years, yada, yada, yada. Now, because they're my friend and I trust my friend and my I know what my friend's like and I know that my friend is quite particular when it comes to using different services, their caliber and their standards, that will increase my trust of the person that they're referring. So there's a sense of familiarity by the time you actually get to speak to them because when you go to that person, you're there going, hey, uh, you know, such and such has referred me and uh, when can we get started, really? Uh, that's generally the pathway that um, things take. Now, yes, you're going to get like quotes from different people. Yes, you're going to get referrals and recommendations from a wide group of people. And let's say you had three to choose from. And you said, all right, I want three plumbers and there's recommendations from a group of people, whether it's a Facebook group or your friends. So you're going to then go and qualify those people. Now, what generally happens is there's a comfort level when you 
respect the person's opinion. So when you have a recommendation and uh, that's given to you by somebody that you know, it increases that familiarity. If it's just a random person that's online and somebody said, yep, try that, it obviously will go through a level of uh, qualification. Yeah. So the most impactful word of mouth recommendations are often from friends and acquaintances and, and, and family even. So what I always recommend when you are trying to grow your business is making sure that your inner circle knows what you do and uh, how you do it, because they are going to be your greatest ambassadors. They are going to be your greatest um, uh, circle of influence uh, to spruik what you do. Now, I say make sure they know what you do because I have had so many um, times uh, where, you know, somebody close to you goes, oh, yeah, such and such is in this field, but they actually don't know really what you do. And and it's surprising, I know, because you'd think, well, they're my bestie. I, I should know more about what they do. But you would be surprised at how many times a friend of mine, she's a beautician and uh, we were talking one day because I was helping her with some video um, and content creation. And she said, oh, yeah, I do this, this, and this. And I went, really? I had no idea. I've known you forever. I know what you do, but I had no idea that you did this service. So don't ever assume your close circle of friends, family, and acquaintances know what you do. It's an ongoing educational process that we need to um, to have with our inner circle. When they know, they will be your biggest flag wavers. So how do we make sure that these people that are our closest and dearest know what we do? Well, in tourism, and I've worked in tourism for many years, it's all about making sure that industry, first of all, um, knows who you are and locals know who you are. Um, I've worked in um, tourism for many, many years in different places around Australia. And that was always uh, on our strategy plan is familiarizations, famils as we call them in the industry. So a familiarization or a famil allows industry people to come to your property, for example, let's say you're a hotel, then they would come to your hotel and you would host them for lunch. You'd show them through the rooms and you'd give them a rate card and you would um, uh, negotiate what their particular rate is. That's a typical famil. In the tourism industry, if you were a tour operator, let's say you were a hot air balloon company or a white um, river rafting company, you would invite people in the industry, such as the hotel people, to come out and um, and actually do a rafting day or a hot air balloon day so people actually understand what that experience is like because there's no better word of mouth uh, than from experience. So when people have experienced what you do firsthand, they will be, again, your biggest raving fans. So if we do this in the tourism industry, how can you do it in what you do? Can you offer uh, and I'll start with the basics, right? So let's just say you were a beautician and you uh, 
had a um, an open day, uh, let's say you had a little um, celebration drinks at your um, at your salon. Invite those that know you. Invite no those that love you. Um, so invite your family. Invite your friends. Invite like people around you. Um, maybe it's the shops around you to come and experience your salon because they might walk past it every day. In fact, they might even come in and get their eyelashes done. But that doesn't mean they know everything about what you do. So they might only get their eyelashes done, but they had no idea that you also did, um, uh, you know, microdermabrasion, for example just as an example of a business that how you can get people there. Okay, so they're there and then you can offer them mates rates or a special um, a special offer, a, my, a mini version, a free sampler of what you do. Why would we do that? Because here we are going, I'm not giving away all my things. I can hear you say it now. Well, how much have you spent on advertising in the last year? Have you put a Facebook ad up? Have you done a magazine ad? Okay, so they're to everybody. That's what we call in advertising a shotgun approach where when you do a targeted offer to those around you and they experience what you do, they will become your greatest fans. They will become raving fans um, and they will tell everybody and anybody in their travels what they just experienced. That's why it's so powerful. So if you can get people to come to your business and experience what you do firsthand, they will tell people. They will tell people in passing. They will tell people deliberately. Anytime you post something up on social media, they're the ones that are going to comment because they've experienced it firsthand. Okay, so that's if you've got a physical business. But what about if you don't? What about if you're a service like me? I have a service and um, I can't invite people over to my place if they live all around Australia. So how do I get people to be my raving fans? How do I get my inner circle to experience? Well, how you could possibly do that is by offering something online, offering something that you would normally charge for, do a mini discovery, do a mini um, session with them. So they get to experience what you do as well and how you can help them. So you can just transfer that experience online. Everything's online. So why not, you know, extend that out to people that are in your inner circle? Now, that's for people who may be uh, familiar to you, but what about in business? What about people that are your customers, your clients, and your members? Now, these people are gold in your business. They are anyone that is actually bought off you is a potential testimonial, is a potential referral, is a potential um, ambassador for your business. So when we're talking about um, business referrals, there are a couple of different things that you can do to maximize those opportunities of and leverage those opportunities to um, attract new customers. So let's look at that. Uh, if you've got your customers and clients and members for it, well, let's say your clients, let's ask them for their feedback, number one, we want their feedback. We want to know what they love about you. That We want to know why they stay with you because when you understand that, it makes your marketing messaging so much easier. You know how to talk to them. You know why they're there. You know why they stay there and why they actually will refer you to other people. You want to understand their satisfaction level and what 
uh, they love about you the most. So number one, think about how you can get feedback from them. It could be in the form of sending out a little survey to them. And, and that can be simple in a, in a Google form. And, and if you are going to send out a survey, don't make it long. Make it really, really short. Ask them no more than five questions. In fact, four. Get four really good qualified questions and that will give you so much more insight into your business and why they do business with you, what results they got and how and what they would say uh, about you to other people. So number one, we want to qualify them. We want to understand what floats their boat and why they love you so much. Then we want to ask for feedback. Then we want to ask for recommendations, referrals, reviews, and testimonials. So how do we do that? If you have a physical business and people are coming to you, the best time to capture a testimonial is straight after they have had that experience with you. So if it's a shop, you want to get it right after they've um, left you. If you're a cellar door and you have a winery, then you want to get it right after that. In fact, right at the end of their tasting, for example, when they've had a few wines and they're all in the spirit and it's fresh in their mind. Let's say you're an online business and you have a service. You want to make sure that you do it after that service is complete. Send them out a quick uh, feedback form. Um and ask them, of course, their permission if they can, uh, if you can use that information. All right. So we want to first of all establish what they love about you. Then we want to ask for that testimonial. We want to ask for that feedback if that can be shared. Uh, and then we want to. There's two ways of capturing testimonials. There is a text written form and then there's a video form. Now, anyone that knows me knows that I'm going to say the video form is going to be the, the gold nugget, the number one thing that I would aim for. And if you have to start with text and get a written form of it, that'll do too. So how do we get those testimonials? How do we get that feedback apart from standing in front of somebody with your phone and turning record on with the video while they're there in front of you? Well, we have some great technology uh, online now that allows us to capture that. So there are programs um, such as Bonjoro and SendSpark that allows us to send out a request for a video. They press a button, they record it, or they type out their, um, their testimonial to you. So I use SendSpark, you can send a request to them. And that looks pretty much like um, a little video request to them saying, hi, Sarah, love some feedback, click the link below, off you go. And then they get that video message. They then press record on the button. It's really easy and really obvious. And then that then comes back into your inbox. You can download it and then repurpose it up onto your website and to social media. So if um, that's SendSpark and, and that's a fantastic program to send out for video messaging, Bonjouro is another program that you can use as well. Um, and Bonjouro have a separate part in their um, platform which is specifically designed for testimonials. Um, I actually posted up a story about that um, program today. Uh, AppSumo is a program that I use. Um, it's like a daily deals website for um, technology and you get lifetime offers instead of 
monthly subscriptions. They had um, Bonjuro testimonial up there today for like $50 lifetime deal where it's $20 a month for you to um, go direct. So check that out if you want to um, build up a testimonial library. Raving fans. Well, that's what happens when you have long-standing or really satisfied and it may not even just be long-standing. It may be just someone that you've helped and has uh, made such a difference in their business that they're your raving fan instantly. You want to get feedback from them. Um, you want to recognize them. And even just your general members, when people say nice things and send a referral, send them a thank you. Your raving fans, however, are next level uh, members, clients, and customers. And they are the people that don't need any encouragement to talk you up and to tell everybody how fabulous you are. So you want to make sure that one, you're recognizing them and two, that um, you're, you're saying thank you to them, but it's also about how else can you make them feel a little bit more important. Um, when you have a new product or a new service come out, ask them for feedback. Ask them to review your new service or, or product because they will absolutely love the opportunity and jump at that. So then you have an opportunity to say, hey, I've got this new product. Would you mind testing this out? And I would love it if after you've done that, press this button here to provide um, uh, some feedback in a video. Of course, if not a video, text but you know, I'm always going to ask for video first. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up um, what word of mouth is going to help grow your business with. So let's recap that. We want to make sure that our inner circle, those that are nearest and dearest to us know exactly what we do. Just because they have one service or product that they use with you does not mean they know all of what you do. And in fact, majority of people won't. So never assume that they do. So then we want to also make sure that we are getting them involved in what we do, get feedback and recognize and thank them when they do refer people. Our business people, if there is an opportunity to um, make them an affiliate, so an affiliate is um, somebody that endorses your product and then they get essentially a commission um, when they get when they refer. So you, if it's online, for example, you'd have a link there. And every time that person clicks the link, they get a, um, uh, a kickback, a commission essentially, or a payment, a set payment um, that incentivizes them to make referrals. That's a really powerful thing. Um, it's a really powerful uh, reward incentive uh, for people. So have a think about is um, being an affiliate, or it could just be an incentive. When somebody refers so many people to you, how can you um, then recognize that and uh, and give them an incentive to say thank you? One of the things about word of mouth that's the most powerful, if the person providing the referral is respected, then their opinion is highly valued. So Think about that when you're looking at your community and who you collaborate with. All right, so the next uh, main way that you can attract new business is to be visible and highly visible. 
in the world that we live in, marketing is no longer about who has the best product or service. It's about who talks the loudest. So you need to be highly visible in this day and age if you want your business to grow and sustain. Um, and to be honest, it's, there's never been more of a easier and more affordable time to promote your business because we have social media, we have email marketing, we have um, so many different ways how we can connect and communicate online for free. And if you use, and that's why I'm such a massive advocate for um, video marketing is because you've all got a phone in your pocket with a camera and everyone has access to free social media to talk to people anywhere in the world, any time of the day, any day of the week. So that is why I'm such a massive, massive um, fan of video marketing on social media. Okay. So your brand, your brand power is established by how people perceive you. So it is based on, are you recognized as the person to go to in your industry? Are you, especially when you're starting out, um, how visible you are? So you may not be recognized as an industry leader at, at that particular point. Um, it, it's It's about building that recognition. It's about building that authority. And the way you do that is through repetition. So you need to be repetitive for you to stay top of mind and for you to build prominence in your field. Okay. So if, for example, I'm starting out my business this year, I have made a conscious effort to pretty much do a video every other day on social media. And I know that when I do that, when I go somewhere now within my industry, people, and that's an in-person event, people will go, ah, you're everywhere. And that's good. And, and when I'm going to launch, I was talking to someone recently and they're like, ah, oh, your reels come up every, every time I opened up social media, every time I opened up Instagram, you were there. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's great. Because I need to be highly visible if I want to grow my business, if I want to build my authority, and if I want to build my prominence in my industry. I need to go out there and wave my flag. So being highly visible is so important. So we have being visible online and we have being visible in person. How do we do this? Well, it's our brand awareness requires consistency to show up. And it requires consistency to show up even when no one's listening, even when no one's watching. And when I first started my Instagram channel at the end of uh, last year, there was no one. I didn't even invite my friends to the Instagram page because I was curious. I wanted to see how far I could grow my channel. And so no one was watching, but I turned up. And I was consistent to create a reel every day. And slowly but surely, my channel grew. Um, it's interesting because when I see a lot of um, content creators online now and they go, oh, look, I've grown my following by 100,000 people this week. I'm like, great. <laughs> That's great. Um, but it, you have to be realistic as well that you got to start slow and be um, realistic that that growth will be slow to start with. Even if you did all the things, it still may be slow. You might be 
very fortunate to um, have a viral video. Um, but I, I also know that when people have a viral video that they find it really hard to follow that up. So that's why laying those foundations of consistent messaging, of consistent branding, um, and will help you to position you within the marketplace. So um, this is the importance of why you need to be consistent showing up because when you are top of mind, when you are consistent telling your story, people may not be in the market for what you have right now. However, when they are or when someone else they know is, that's when you will get a referral. That's when you will get the business because people just don't buy every day. People just don't go, uh, especially if it's a big investment into something, they may sit on the sidelines for a long time before they actually jump in and buy from you. So showing up consistently, even when no one's watching or listening is what matters the most. Um, equally, being visible to our existing customers and clients and members is so important. This is about retention. Okay, so what happens when something is shiny and bright and new? We go check it out. We're little squirrels. We're going over there going, woohoo, what's happening over here? Think of a new bar or restaurant that's opened up, for example. You are there checking it out. And then what happens to the trusty old local down the road? They get forgotten, especially if they're not reinventing themselves and innovating and staying ahead of what's happening in the marketplace. So it's really important for you to connect consistently and be really visible with your existing customers, clients, and members. They need constant updates. Just like we we're talking about with word of mouth, our current customer base may not know all your services. They may forget what you do and shiny bright objects come along and off they go on that train. So it's really important that you need to remind them what you offer, what you do, and constantly refresh them. And that is how, uh, you know, you continue the loyalty with you. So how do we become more visible? So you've got online and then you've got uh, in-person. In-person well, that's all about turning up to networking events in your industry. That's about um, being seen at the the places that, you know, people in your industry, your customers, your clients are. And it's about taking uh, advantage of opportunities to speak if you uh, want to be a guest speaker on stage, be a keynote presenter, um, that will help uh immensely as well with your credibility and your brand power. What about online? Content marketing. So this is one of the things that I uh, am really passionate about is helping people create a content marketing plan. And a content marketing plan can mean emails, podcasts, videos, social media. Uh, it's all about those messages that are drip fed out to our people potential and like new people and also existing people. And it's an incredibly powerful way to build and maintain awareness. It is consistently showing up and sharing valuable information and inspiration and entertainment to keep you top of mind. And it doesn't cost anything <laughs> apart from a subscription here or there online with things. It is free for the most part. 
If I think about if I was creating a podcast, I can make a podcast for free. If I was creating a video on social media, I can do that for free. I can send out an email for free. It's all for free. So content marketing is the most incredibly powerful ways that you can um, get discovered with new business and stay connected with your existing. So remember that people may not be in the market for what you do today. However, when it comes down to when you are highly visible and you show up consistently, you will be the first person that they come to and you will be the first person that they recommend. So the final thing to wrap up from that is about um, the power of influence as well. I know we chuck around the word influencer a lot these days, but I'm going to throw it in a different context. The power of influence, and this is about being visible as well, comes in the most powerful ways when it's subtle, when it's subliminal even. And if I think about product placement in movies, it's not about showing um, and going, hey, this is my Apple Mac, you know, computer. I'm just going to pop it in the background. I'm just, you know, leisurely going to sip on this particular beverage and that's called product placement. The same thing does apply when it comes to people of influence. So let's just say that you got invited to um, someone's dinner, you know, someone's place for dinner. And they were somebody that you looked up to, that you respected, and you were, um, you know, let's say it was your mentor. And you went to their place and you saw that they laid out on their dinner table these beautiful plates and then they had a particular wine on the table or they used a particular cheese on the cheese board and you were like, wow, what's that? Well, what's that? Oh, I want that. They've not told you you need to have this particular cheese and how wonderful it is. All they've done is put the cheese out on the cheese board. But because you're invested in um, that person of influence, you're there absorbing and um, experiencing that, you're in, you have admiration. So when we have admiration for those people of influence, then we look at what they are using and experiencing. And so they're not talking it up. However, you're taking it in. And so then all of a sudden you're like, what is this cheese? And they'll go, oh, that's a Daffinois. I've never heard of Daffinois. Well, it's a French cheese and blah, blah, blah. It's a soft rind. And it's nice and ripe and runny and that's how you buy it. Oh, where do you buy it? Oh, I get it from this place. Okay, so next time you're at that particular supermarket, you're, you're going to like go and get some Daffinois cheese to try because you have this wonderful memory of somebody that you admired. So that's why people of influence have such brand power and they're not there actually waving the flag and going, you must buy this, you must have this. It's very subtle. So if you can get your um, product or service into um, people of influence, and, and it could even just be, say it's your favorite podcaster. Say you're watching your favorite podcaster and you notice that you were like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast as well. What microphone are they using? Oh, that's a Rode mic. Oh, that must be good because uh, they're using Rode mic. So therefore, when I'm in the market for it, I'm going to go and buy one of those. That's how the power of influence works. The most powerful brand uh, branding comes from uh, when you're not excel when you're not actually selling. So to wrap up, uh, 
here are some ways that you can get discovered and stay top of mind uh, with your new customers and existing customers. And one, number one, is develop a content marketing strategy to be seen and to be heard that will um, help to attract new people, but it'll also help your existing uh, clients, customers, or members uh, get acquainted or reacquainted with what you do. Recognize your raving fans. Uh, if you have a customer base already and people are commenting on your social media, they're watching from the sidelines. So recognize those people. Uh, if you've got a client base, how can you reward those people every time they uh, make a referral? Show up consistently on social media. Um, show up consistently uh, if you're doing podcasts. Show up consistently at networking events. Uh, create a referral program to your existing client base. Um, review your visual collateral and assets. And are they on brand and are they up to date? Often I see when you are highly visible is people will have uh, this uh, aim or goal, but if people went to their website, it doesn't reflect what they do. Uh, they, the, it, it's just completely out of alignment. And what happens then is that you end up attracting the wrong people, not the right people. If you have a physical location of a business, make sure you've got prominent signage. If you're open for breakfast, tell them you're open for breakfast with a big sign that says open. Um, host uh, and attend networking events. And that comes down to, yes, networking, but also have people come to you, host industry nights, host for meals. Um, initiate collaborations with other businesses who are complementary to what you do and consider an affiliate program to reward those people. Um, and reach out to people of influence in your industry. They are going to help you become more visible and leverage word of mouth influence. So if you want to know more, you can jump onto my website, debsarbo.com and book a free discovery call and I'd be happy to help uh, work through uh, what you're doing now and potentially how you can uh, get discovered by more people uh, using those two methods of word of mouth and um, being visible. Thanks for tuning in and I'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode.